so why did you, why did they get out of it? Did they get out of it? Did y'all have a breakup or what happened? No, yeah, nothing. I know, that's a good question. Everything was good. So you hear somebody buy somebody out and you think, oh my God, they what had happened? a fight. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for another episode of CEO Parenting. My name is Thomas Cox, and my guest today is Julie Saucy. Now, when you see the name, her last name, it'll, you could pronounce it five different ways. Um, but Julie is the is is owner. The best way to put it. Yeah, I'm the owner. Owner of Birmingham Mom Collective. I know just enough about this to be dangerous, and so okay. I'm gonna not gonna say anything about it. So here's what I want to do. Um, as everybody knows, if you've listened to us for any length of time, you know this is just a conversation between two business owners that are both parents, and we will talk about anything from the business to parenting to spouses to the journey, all those things. And sometimes it's a, it's, it's a lot, most of the time it's a lot of fun. So here's what I want to do. I want you to just give me the brief elevator version of Birmingham Mom Collective. Okay. And then from there, I'll take us to a, down a different road. So tell me what Birmingham Mom Collective is. Okay. It is a parenting resource website for parents and grandparents here in the Birmingham, Alabama area. We consider our area Shelby and Jefferson County are those counties. And our mission is to encourage, connect, and provide resources for moms and parents in Birmingham, Alabama. That sounds like you read it off a website. It does. Doesn't it sound like I wrote our website? Because I did. exactly what it says on the website. Okay, so that's great. So um, it is a resource for parents and grandparents, meaning you go to the website. The stuff you see is all free. You pick this up. You, it's an article about how to, you know, teach your kid potty train. It's an article about how to feed them healthy or whatever. Okay, is that correct? Yes, that's that is correct. So we have a team. Okay. Of thirty writers who are all Birmingham moms, all okay. moms living in and around the Birmingham, Alabama area. I think we have a mom right now in Tuscaloosa and one in Prattville. Okay. So kind of surrounding. Sure. But all talking about yeah, being a mom, being a mom in Birmingham, and then I have an executive team of about six women who are doing sales, editing, social media, project managing, guides, and our guides right now are one of the most popular things we do. Guides, you said guides? Guides to the city. So we do like a pumpkin patch guide, Christmas lights guide, summer bucket list guide, where the best parks and playgrounds in Birmingham are, where the best swimming and splash pads are. So So you're from a holiday perspective, you're looking at summer, even fall, on down the line. Yes, absolutely. So we okay. definitely do seasonal guides, and then we also do just guides for all year long. So Great. we do a monthly guide. We have an events calendar. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go here. So it's just a website. There's not a place to go. Because do you get that question a lot? Yeah, I get the, where is your office? And I'm sure. like, it's at my house. At my house, I have an <laughs> office and any coffee shop and, and gymnastics and exactly. baseball stadium and the, all the places I right. am as a mom. Work from everywhere. Um, yeah, so there's not like a building that yep. you come to, and it's the Birmingham Mom Collective building. So, um, but it is a website. We have a big social media presence. Okay. We have a great email subscriber list. We're um, connecting moms virtually, but then we also do events as well, and we promote events as well. Okay, events. Tell me about what's the last two events you've done? Yeah, so we did a park hop series. We did a fall park hop series and a winter park hop series where okay. we just promote that. Hey, we're going to be at this park. We're going to give out a bunch of swag. We have sponsors. We're going to hang out. We're going to give you food and coffee and just hang out and connect. Perfect. So yeah. you, so actually people behind the website. Yes. That's I wonderful. Guess. Absolutely. We used to do 
ginormous 600 people events and then COVID happened and it was one of those things I had to kind of reevaluate. We did do a couple or we did like two virtual events during COVID and then we did, you know, outdoor events and then it was just kind of like, we got to reassess. Looking back, looking back, virtual events Mm. were so lame. They were lame, but it was all we had. But it's all you had. It's all you had. So I can't tell you how many things I did for people all over the country, like wine tastings and mm. how to make this on video from these law firms and pe- yes. people that wanted to do stuff for their for their people and just love on them. Yes. So like, yeah, there, it was a really novel idea at the time, but it's really like looking at it now, you're like, what did we do? Oh yeah. About a year or two after that, people were like, I'm not doing another virtual event. And what happened was that was kind of, it was January. We were supposed to be planning our April, May mm. big event. And January, two years ago, there was another surge. And it was just like, yeah. I cannot do a third virtual event. Like, I just can't. No, like, I want to do it. I agree just, with you. Okay, so how long have you been doing, how long have you owned Birmingham Mom Collective? So I've co-owned it since January 2017. I started it with two of my friends. So okay. we founded it and owned it. And we it's actually part of a national network for, called City Mom Collective. Okay, so there, let's, say, let's, let's go down that road. Okay. So did you, did you, who, so who you had a partner. Who is your partner? My two partners were, Betsy and Jenny. Betsy and Jenny. Okay, mm-hmm. so you, Betsy and Jenny. Yeah. Y'all bought into this. Correct. Kind of like a franchise. Yes, I do say it's kind of like a franchise, but caveats are it's not like a Chick-fil-A where they hand you a notebook and say, this is how to be successful. This is how to make chicken. They don't do that. What they do is they run the platform of our website. They give us continuing education. We have a whole community that we connect with. We have people, you know, telling us what the trends on social media are, what we need to be doing, you know, that kind of thing. But they, they let you run it how you want. So they tell you, you do your sales, you do your own social media, you do all of that. So, okay. So I'm as much as anything, I'm fascinated by the business part of everything. It is a great business actually. So let's just, it's not a franchise. Yes. Technically not a franchise, but kind of. But let's just say it is just for argument's sake. So we've got this franchise and you have. These people at the top that own, what's the name of the parent company? City Mom Collective. City Mom Collective. And so there are, what's some other cities? Uh, Twin Cities, Atlanta, Nashville. Atlanta Mom Collective, Nashville Mm -hmm. Mom Collective, all Mm -hmm. these things, Birmingham Mom Collective. Yeah. So y'all, you talk to all these other people that own them and they're like, y'all kind of bounce ideas off each other and things like that. That's right. So let's talk costs. Yeah. So when you, when y'all bought this, you bought it, you, did you have to, did you finance it? Whatever. No, we all pay cash. You all pay cash. Yep. Okay. How many were there in 2017? How many? Franchises. Oof. I don't. A bunch? A bunch. I'd say in the 60s to 70s. Oh, wow. Probably. And right now it's like 80s to 90s, so, I think. So if you were going to go buy another franchise in, let's just say Columbia, South Carolina, or Miami, what yeah. would that cost? It's different. Okay. I think it depends on how big the city is. I think there's some factors in there. And I don't know, because the cost has gone up since- Sure. January of 2017. So I don't know the current cost, but <laughs> if you're interested out there, if there's a mom out there that wants to start one of these, it is actually a great business. I will say I've loved being a part of it. So anyway, if you're looking to possibly start one in your own city, you can go to citymomcollective.com and look do, into it. Do they tell you not to say, hey, I paid this much for it? I don't think they've told me not to say. Sure. I probably won't tell you how much I paid, but just because it wouldn't be current information because I do think it's probably more now. Sure, you, absolutely. I think you get different stuff now too. So like 
there's certain things included. Like sometimes like we used to do a conference every year. Okay. Now it's about every year and a half. But sometimes included in that is like your conference ticket and your, you know. But there's not like that. actually any things because you don't really need any things. Yeah, it's like the platform of your website. So like today I had an issue with my website. I can send a tech ticket and they fix kind of that back end really right. nitty gritty stuff. Because you don't have to know that stuff. That's great. I don't have to know that. I have to know how to put on the content, how to add ads, how to that kind of thing. So I put all the content. All the content is ours. Okay. But they're running kind of that base of our website. So you have 30 moms. Yeah. That do different articles. Yeah. So Susie in Tuscaloosa, yeah. she writes an article about the best way to feed your kids lunch in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Or whatever. How to how to feed twins or where the best places to get your haircut if you have a special needs son or, you know, that kind of thing. So all kinds of stuff. Okay. So obviously you have to pay your bills. Yes. So you have revenue. Correct. Where does all of your revenue come from? Well, it comes from different places. Um, so the main thing would be we have sponsors or businesses that we work with a lot of local businesses right. that are trying to get their target audience is our target audience, sure. which is moms and parents in Birmingham, Alabama, right. and they can purchase different things that we offer. So they could purchase ads on our website, ads on our newsletter. They could purchase one of the park hop events. They can purchase the a blog post, a guide. They can par- purchase a social media shout out something on any of those things a lot of things yeah so you have other than ads what else how else do you generate revenue um so oh that's a good question all the ways um yeah so there are ads but then they're also like sponsored blog posts like write something about business pay for play is pay for play whether it be have a banner ad or you're doing a blog post it's all this yeah yeah, yeah. so all that's and that's what i consider ads is there any other revenue streams Mm, i'm trying to think not currently. We don't sell like merchandise. You don't have any we stuff. don't sell. Yeah. That's great though. We, some people do. Some people have like a vendor that they've worked with. I've looked into it right now. It's not something we're interested in, but someday, possibly. Like shirts. Shirts. Yeah. And we have shirts that we kind of just give out. We just want to give for giveaways or swag or, you know, we give out shirts. We have mugs. We have this and things, yeah. but I don't sell them. And I used to, we used to have a good revenue, ticket revenue when we sold. Um, oh, yeah. events, but we don't sell park hop. We're just like, Hey, just come, just enjoy, just be there. So before COVID you were doing big events. So you had Correct. like two or three years where you were doing big events and Correct. so y'all would charge for those. Correct. Yeah. What kind of event would you charge for? Yeah. So our last event, big event was we did an event at the drive-in and we had a Santa and we had a f- photographer and you could come and take a photo yeah. with Santa, get a swag bag, eat, had like, you know, food partially. Pay 20 popcorn, bucks, whatever. Watch your movie in your car, your Christmas movie in your car with your kids. It was great. It was so cute. I loved it. But whew, it was a lot of work. I had to let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Would you want to pick it back up for the revenue though? Well, I looked at the revenue and last year was the first year we did not do any large scale events. Sure. And we went up in revenue by 25%. And I think that was um, a lot of things factored into that. But wouldn't it, would it make sense to you that we dropped two events and how did we grow our revenue? Well, even though those, I mean, I would make good money. I mean, I made some good money, but it was just like, it was taking me away. Or it was really like, we could either be a great event production company, or we can be a great online resource, resource. for moms. So it kind of had to choose. To we also poison. we also doubled our page views last year. It's like we doubled our page views. We went up 30% on our social media followers. We went up 30, 25% on our revenue. It was like, oh, this might be the direction we need to kind of 
Go right now. So, so you, people pay you for ads. Correct. So, but where do y'all spend your advertising dollars? Where do, where do you, where's the best, where are the best dollars that you spend? Like the check that you write to whoever. Yeah, I'm still figuring that out. There's a lot of different ways. I mean, we do Google ads. Okay. We have to do Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Um, we've done, what else have we done? Oh, we've sponsored, like this year we're sponsoring my son's baseball team or, you know, Correct. some of that. Because it's so local. You know, we really want to reach local moms. So you just have to be so targeted on that. Yeah. Um, one of the best ways is our contributors um, because we actually, every six months we roll through them. So we say, you know, you commit to six months, then you can roll off or stay on. And then we bring in more moms. So we just brought in 15 moms back in February. And those are some of our best advertising because we say, Hey, you write this post, you need to share it. Like talk about, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like you, you bring in 15 moms. Like, what are you talking about? So, so like, like on have, your staff? Yes. Yeah, so we have, so you 30. have 30. And so you rotate 15 off and rotate 15. Well, off. it doesn't have to be that much. We just ask the 30 to commit to six months. And then at the end of the six months, we say, do you want to continue on or do you want to roll off? And they say, and these are volunteer positions. I was going to ask you, like paid. Volunteer. But we do give them special perks. So like we do events just for them. So we're taking them all to Alabama Adventure in May with their families. We give them lots of swag. Whenever we do a ticket giveaway, we usually ask a ticket partner to do a, you know, one giveaway just for our contributors. Just to for do. them. Yeah. So anyway. So, okay. So you put 15 more on. So tell me more about that. So you brought yeah, 15 more so, on. How do you pick those? Okay, so we have a like a Google form. We tell them what's involved. They kind of fill out their information. Um, and we ask them to send us a post or write something so we can see their writing. So for the writing team, we want to make sure that they are, one, that they got their application in on time because deadlines are important. Nice. Number two. Test is, within a test. That's right. Test within a test. If they come and they're like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I'm yeah. And you're like, you know, this might not be the time. You know, maybe yeah. next time. Yeah. Um, we also want to make sure that they can write. So sometimes they'll send us something that is, God awful. Like, like everything's misspelled. The grammar's sure. terrible. And you're just like, you know, this is not a, maybe the right position for you. You know, yeah. maybe writing is not. How <laughs> much do you, how much does it play into a fact that, of you choosing those 15 women, their social media following? Cause there's a lot of moms out there that like they're big posters. They, they, yeah. they, they post about the way their house looks or the things they do for their kids or the whatever. How yeah. much does that play in? play into it not a ton i love to see that sure I love to see a mom that has a huge following but we've also been burned by that so i've had a mom that just wanted to be on the team because she wanted our to grow her following yeah to grow her sure. following but didn't turn anything in wouldn't communicate and you're just like you know this is not why we're here it's yeah like you gotta you know and we don't really ask for that much like in a six-month period we ask for three to four blog posts so in six months yeah that's nothing. I know. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, but you got 30 yeah. of them doing it. So that's 150 posts. That's right. So we can really do new content every day. And that's not even including all the sponsored content. So we actually have a separate team that's kind of out of that team. It's like five people that just write if it's sponsored. And we pay them to write that. That's your executive team. Nope. That's a different oh. team. <laughs> so we have so many people. Okay, so yeah. you've got 30 people that do... The 30 moms yeah. that are not paid. Then right. you've got this other writing team. That yeah, they're kind of from that team. So they're still writing, but then every once in a while we'll say, hey, we have an opportunity. Do you want to write this post? And you pay them for that. Correct. Okay. So then, then you've got, tell me about your executive team, the people that yeah. are actually paid. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we have an editor. So she's the one that's really tracking all of those pieces, editing it down, making uh, sure SEO, search engine optimization yeah. is looking good. Photos are good. And she schedules them out on Facebook and make Full -time sure they're job. 
full-time job. It is a big job. Yep. She loves it. She's awesome. Great. Ashley is great. Then we have a project manager, or I'm going to start with our sales director. Our sales director is the one that's reaching out, following up to businesses, or when we get an inquiry on our website, she's the one reaching out to them saying, hey, here's our media kit. Here's what we offer. What's your budget? Let's right. talk about you know, doing something with us. Okay. Then we have a project manager. So she's going to take the contract and she's going to look at all the deliverables and she's going to give that all out to who needs to do the deliverables. So she might ask the video, the content team like, Hey, who wants, you know, can someone write this sponsor blog post for us? And then our social, we have a social media manager. So our project manager would also go to our social media manager and say, Hey, this is what's coming up. This needs to run in May. Get it going. This is what we got. That's then we have an events person. So all she's doing is looking at all the events going on in Birmingham, pulling them together, putting them in a guide, putting them on our calendar. Then we have, <laughs> then we have um, a guide guru. That's what I call her. Okay. And she is the one that she's taking all of our really big sponsored guides. Like we can have like 15 to 20 sponsors for our, like our summer camp guide. Like if you want to get your summer camp guide in and you want to sponsor that. Summer camp, what? Explain that. Yeah. So Birmingham summer camps for 2023. It's one of our most popular guides comes out in January, February, and it has every summer every camp, camp you that of. you ever would want. But if you want to be a sponsor and you want to be at the top and get, you know, it's kind of some special treatment tagged on social media, get a special social media post, get preferred vendor at the top of each list. You go into our summer That's camp guide. And yeah. so this lady puts the, all those together. Yeah. Now she does a bunch of guys that are like that. So we have a daycare MDO private school guide and that one is sectioned out by area of town because people want to know, is it close to my job? Is it close, close to, to my, my house? house? Yeah. Gotcha. So then we have also, we just came out with a moving and relocating guide. So it's Great. plumbers, yes. movers, painters, you know, all that. So what is the most yeah. popular thing? You said the camp guide is probably the most, one of the most popular. That things. is probably the most popular multi-sponsor guide i would say the most popular seasonal guide so far has been pumpkin patches which is crazy because it really only runs for like two months yeah i mean you would think it's not that but i mean people love going to the pumpkin patch around here <laughs> and there's a lot of good places that are doing pumpkin patches and events so that's nuts i know that's that, a great one number one though I, i'd have to look overall what guide is most important but i would say parks and playgrounds is one of the biggest ones and i use that too when I'm around town, I'm like, oof, was there a park? Was there a park? What yeah. can you do? Okay, so all that, that's great. Where, give me your background. Where'd you grow up? How'd you get to this? Because you've only been doing this for five years, six, six. years, mm -hmm. six years. And so there's a lot of life. There's a 30, 30 plus years that yes. you didn't do this. So <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me, like, where'd you grow up? Give me the, the front end of the story. Yes. Okay, so I grew up in Birmingham. I lived in Tuscaloosa until I was five. Okay. And my dad's job moved us to Birmingham. Um, yeah, I grew up here, kind of that Oak Mountain-y yeah. area, went to Briarwood okay. and um, went to Alabama for college. I was a fashion retailing major with a minor in marketing, so well, nothing related. Okay, There's two, this, so two of our last three guests on here have had the same major. That is so funny. Crystal, like, Crystal Strickland, who's Southern okay. Posies, that okay. was like, it was very, very similar to that. It may yeah. not be exactly, exactly that. Yeah. So very similar. So... But you do nothing with that. So what did you do after college? Well, you would say I do nothing with it, but all I do, you know, shop for my entire family, put together their clothes. So I feel like it is useful in yes, some ways. in okay. some ways, yes. <laughs> but you don't do it for money, is what I'm saying. That is correct. Yep. Now, when I first got out of college, I did a lot of retail management. Okay. And then I was a, a the shop, like merchandise manager at a golf club for about five years. The golf and the tennis huh. club. So I bought all the merchandise. All the clothes. It. 
Clothes, yeah, mainly just clothes and shoes, yeah. Yeah. And accessories, some accessories. And then after that, I worked at a software company called Daxco. And so, I know Daxco. Love so Daxco. two of the last three guests have also working, worked at Daxco. <laughs> hey! That's great. Let me tell you something about Daxco. I love Daxco. That was great, especially back in the day when Dave Gray was the CEO. Yeah. He was so big on us going and starting our own businesses. And I always thought that was so crazy. Like, he loved it when someone would leave Daxco to go start their own business. And I think that just really embedded in a lot of us. We were yeah. like, that is crazy. But the more kind of I looked into it, I was like, man, that is just really cool that he was so supportive of us starting our own businesses. You Do know? you know Delphine Carter? Yes. I know Delphine. Okay. Yeah. So she was a guest on here not too terribly long nice. ago. Nice. Yeah, she's doing Bulo. wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so you worked at Daxco. Then, yes. then what? And then I had babies. Yep. And then when my kids were two and a half, and six months old, that's when I started Birmingham Mom Collective. So tell me about your kids now. How old are they now? I'll, they are so just eight. nine and yeah. six. So yeah. where do they go to school? Homeschool? In school, yeah, they what? are Briarwood. Okay. Yeah, and so they're having a good time. They are. We are really deep into sports right now. So we are big baseball and okay. big gymnastics right So now. a boy and a girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're going to have any more kids? I don't know. That's a good question for my husband. I would Nice. Think. He's not here. <laughs> He's always been like, we're done. Like yeah. when we came out of that last sonogram and it was a girl, he's like, we got one of both. We are done. We right. And I was like, you know, I don't know if we should decide right now, but I would say probably age wise, I've probably aged out, but I've always been open, That's you know, great. but he's not that open. Anyway. No, sure. I'm not either. Tell <laughs> me I was about, like, what about your kids? So I've got a 14 year old. Okay. Uh, I'm a little older than you. I'm 43. So I've got a 14 year old girl, oh, an fun. 11, 11 year old boy. Okay. And a seven year old girl. And where are they? Where? We live in Trustful. Trustful. So okay. the two big kids homeschool. Okay, great. So we made a decision uh, about two years ago to redshirt all of our kids or retain. I hate the word retain. So redshirt. Red shirt, like take an extra year. No, yeah. Like we held them all. Yeah, mine made, are all held back. Yep, yeah, we did that. So um, our kids are older kids. They were older kids anyway, but they're really, really old for their grade now. So mm -hmm. I've got a 14-year-old seventh grader. I've got an 11-year-old fourth grader. Mm -hmm. A seven-year-old kindergartner. Okay. So the two big kids homeschool. And so they, we do CC, which is class, classical conversations. It's, oh, yeah. That's the cover, that. that's the cover we're under. Yeah. So we do that. And then the Georgia, my youngest, she is in kindergarten at Trustful. Nice. And so my wife's the head volleyball coach at the high school. Cool. So we've got the three kids and we are deep into sports. The yeah. big kid. Okay. What are y'all playing? Volleyball. My oldest, volleyball. my oldest is plays volleyball. Okay, great. And she travels and does all that good oh, stuff. She's on a travel team. Oh man. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. I love travel sports. Yeah. I would just say, I mean, the weekend, you know, being home for church, that's where I'm like, oof, that's where I go. Yeah. But mm. like, here's the way I think of it. And this is the way I think we should, as parents think of it, because a lot of people dread the travel and dread, but I think of it this way. It is concentrated time with our family. Yeah. Hotels, meals, games, because this, would you say six or seven-year-old was the youngest? Six-year-old. She's six in kindergarten. So the mm -hmm. six-year-old is going to go to the travel sports and sit there and play and y'all be together and all that. I love that because like we went to Atlanta two weekends ago. Nice. Played ball. We got there on Friday. We played all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Yeah. We miss church, but we probably miss eight, 10 weekends a year, which is not bad. Yeah. But in my opinion, being able to have all that time with your humans yeah. 
is extremely valuable. So my seven-year-old gets up the night before. She goes, Daddy, I want to go work out with you in the morning. And we're in downtown Atlanta. And I'm like, okay, here, I have a question. Do I, do I go work out and then go get my kid and then kind of play around? Or do I really get her up and we go exercise and do stuff? And she wanted to get up. Like I woke up early. She's like, Daddy, are you ready to go? <laughs> and I'm like, baby, give me 10 minutes. So we, I got up, got going a little bit. And then we went out and she, she did great. That's great. So like things like that, yeah, they can be trying and they can be expensive, mm, yes. but I think it's worth it. And I'm not a baseball yeah. fan at all. Baseball, baseball people are crazy. Birmingham baseball people are crazy. No, the, I told someone today. I they're thought crazy was, in Tennessee too. Are they crazy? They're, they're crazy. Oh. Baseball people are crazy everywhere. I say it's the do not take here. this out, Sam. It is baseball people are crazy. They are crazy, and I have to be one of them. And I'm in the crazy, yes. and I think it's the mafia. Like these people, I don't even know what's happening. But anyway, we're we're in it. We're I in think it. that they're so crazy because they play so many games. Like we are yeah. relatively concentrated with like volleyball, basketball. Those seems like there's a little bit more structure. Baseball just, they play all the time. It is all the time. I would just say too, like you have to kind of like, I don't want to say you have to keep up, but like the bats are crazy. You, everybody takes private lessons. Like it is just, it's on another level. And I, it they really call it daddy is. ball. I mean, you know, cause yes. the dads are so into it. I'm like, guys, they're living vicariously like, through the, their lives that they did or right. did not achieve. They didn't get it. Well, and I would say gymnastics moms are a little crazy too. I'm not quite in the crazy yet with that, but oh my goodness. Yep. You know, it, all of them a lot of time, on. a lot of them a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah. we've embraced the travel stuff. Yeah. We've tried to embrace the travel stuff just simply because um, everybody's got a choice. Yeah. You got a choice. You can look at it as like, this sucks. This is expensive. <laughs> and I want to be doing something else. Or you can look at it as like, hey, look, these kids are going to be gone when they turn 18 or 19. Yeah. And I've only got a limited number of time with them. Yeah. And so we try, we try to choose to think of travel sports as a, time, a concentrated time together. Mini vacations. I don't care how old you are. Kids love a hotel. Oh, they, they do love, love a hotel. hotel. Listen, my daughter especially loves a hotel. Love a hotel breakfast. Yes. Oh, yeah. Breakfast buffet. Love a hotel pool. Ooh. Oh yeah, hotel pool for so like, sure. So like we try to make sure that we make it fun. Yeah. So Yeah. So you start having babies. Yeah. And then I took how, about two yeah. and a half years off. Okay. Uh, but I worked up to like I think like two days before my due date. Good for and you. And then I was like, peace. All right. Now what does your husband do? He is a banker, real estate banker. Okay. Here in town. So he's doing he's he says he sells money. He does. So, and not a lot of people, we're not able to do a whole lot of stuff right His now. His money's very expensive right now. Right now it's real expensive. Building houses, building apartment buildings, building law offices. His money expensive. is double what it was 12 months ago. That is right. So. Believe me. I'm a little slow right now, but yeah. hopefully picking up here. Good. Good. Um, okay. So what made you want to get back into, so, so you've got the parenting thing and you're doing that and parenting at two and three or three and one is mm -hmm. totally different. Yeah. Then parenting at nine and six. Yes. I think that's what you said. Yeah. So what made you want to go back to work? And if it's just, hey, I needed a job because we needed more money, that's fine. But what made you do that? Yeah, I really didn't have to have a job. Yeah. I didn't. We didn't need the money. We weren't like hurting, like I need to go get anything. And people would approach me a lot like, I think you could sell this thing or do that thing. And nothing ever like appealed to me. And I was like, you know, if something I really was passionate about came along, maybe, maybe I'd consider it. So you left Dax Daxco was the last thing. Correct. Yeah. Daxco, stay at home mom, and yeah. then now this. Yeah. So 
how did you figure this thing out? Like what, it, to me. Well, what happened was Jenny was okay. the one that called me up and she and I had been close for a long time. Like we had gone to church together a long time, but when she got married, she moved to the Twin Cities and it just happened that the owner of all of City Mom Collective lives in the Twin Cities and she knew her and she started kind of looking around and she was like, oh man, this is a really good business opportunity. And oh, hey, Birmingham doesn't have this. I think we should start one in Birmingham. And so but she, she lived in Minnesota. That's right. But you can do a lot of it from your home, from your computer, on the phone. And so she kind of handled the things she could handle from the Twin Cities. And then I handled everything else, you know, oh. and Betsy at the time yeah, was our was editor. Betsy? So she was her sister. You can sisters. do anything. Your editor can be anywhere. That's right. So she was kind of doing editing and a lot of the financials, a lot okay. of financial work. And then Jenny was doing a lot of the sales. And a lot of sales is calling, Email. emailing, following up, you know, that Send me kind your of logo. Thing. Yeah. Send me the content. Yes. So anyway, then so, me. so why did you, why did they get out of it? Did they get out of it? Did y'all have a breakup or what happened? No, yeah, nothing. I know, that's a good question. Everything was good. So you hear somebody buy somebody out and you think, oh my God, they what They had happened? a fight. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. no, no fights, nothing contentious, nothing going on. Okay, so Betsy left in, I think, twenty at the end of 2020, and she just had her fifth baby girl, and she's a homeschool mom. And oh. she's like, look, I am, I can't do this anymore. And it was like, yes, Betsy, you go mm -hmm. and do and be with your kiddos. Okay, so let's transition from the heartfelt stuff. Yeah. To the business stuff. Yeah. So when you have a partnership, because a lot of our people that listen to this and watch this want to know about the logistical part of business yeah. because they don't know or they, they're fascinated by it. Or there's a mom oh. listening to this right now, or there's a, somebody listening to this right now that you're going to identify with. Mm. So three people, three girls yeah. bought this thing. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to use a round number just because it's for argument's sake. Sure. Say it cost $100,000 to buy the franchise. Mm -hmm. Okay. So was it a third, a third, a third? Nope. Who had most? So, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think they split the majority. Okay. And I had a little bit smaller. But then, because I lived here in Birmingham, mm -hmm. I had 50% when we first started, and they each had 25-25. And the very first thing we did after we made some money was we paid everybody back. Right. That initial investment. Okay. So, so y'all, so. So that's the way y'all bought it, which is great. When Betsy got out, yeah, what was the process there? Ugh, now that was kind of a, <laughs> a bear. But that's when you go to your accountants and your lawyers and you're like, drop all the paperwork, let's figure it out. And so what ended up really happening was Jenny bought out Betsy's part because it was 25-25 over there and I was at 50. So really Jenny bought out So you out did not Betsy. do any of the, have to finance any of the buyout? No, not so really. So Jenny bought no. out Betsy. Yeah. And she physically paid her cash. Like, I would imagine. That's a good question. That was on their side. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't really in on it. I don't so know. Did do it? So, so here's the technical part. Did you do an evaluate? So did oh, did you we evaluate the business and pay her what she was really good? Um, because like, say, say it was like, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. Argument. I say, got you. You paid fifty thousand. They paid twenty five. They paid twenty five. Did y'all? Did she pay her back twenty five thousand, or did y'all say, okay, we paid a hundred grand, but man, that thing's worth four hundred thousand right. dollars at this point. Did she get equity? Like no. Okay, so what we did was we didn't evaluate it and then give her that much twenty five percent of that much. What we did was I think Jenny paid her the twenty five percent to buy her out, and then what we did was we paid twenty five percent of what? Like the the initial dollars? The initial yes. Okay. Like her part, and then what we did was. We paid her almost like a commission for like six months. So we just kind of like whatever contracts we already had when she was on board, we paid her like 25%. We just kept paying her out for the next few months. I know that wasn't the best. Okay, that anyway. was a heck of a deal for you. Well, okay. 
Yes. Betsy kind of got screwed a little bit. Well, I would say How long that- does she own it, though? How long, how long was she in ownership? Mm, three years. Oh, yeah, definitely. Y'all got a great deal. <laughs> I would say it depends on how you look at it. I need to have to look at all the numbers. Sure. Um, and it's been a while since I've looked at all that. Um, yeah, I mean, three years. Yeah, and things have exploded since then. I wouldn't say we were anywhere near where we are right now back then. So when Jenny... So, okay, and so that was Je- right after COVID. Oh, wow. That was 2020. So Jenny so. bought her out and then yeah. how long did you and Jenny own it together it was about a year and what happened was six months in we were rocking and rolling doing awesome and then one of our fellow sister sites that we're friends with bought Twin Cities Mom Collective and asked Jenny if she wanted to come work for her which since she lives in Twin Cities Makes it kind of made total sense. And at first Jenny is like an overachiever and was like I can do it all and she also works for our national she works for City Mom Collective on their national sales team. So as she's an like, employee or as equity? As an employee. So oh, okay. she is like selling for the national team and anyway, so she was having three jobs and I was like, "Hey, like, yeah. you know, that was when we had to have a conversation like I think maybe this should be cuz she was like, you know, I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't be an owner. And then maybe I'll just do sales. And I was like, you know, I think maybe we should have a salesperson here in Birmingham. I think that is what kind of makes sense. Well, crap. And so that things wasn't the pop, things pop up. I know, I know. And that wasn't like an easy conversation because I'd been with her for so long. And there was a part of me that's like, I don't want to lose you. What if sure. what if you were the secret sauce and everything's gonna go up, you know, like Man, up yeah. in flames? But um I just, you know, after really thinking about it and praying about it, it was like, you know, I think this is probably the best decision for everybody. I think yeah. even for her. For her too. Yeah. So how did you buy her out? Tell me that process. So yeah, again, we went Because there's through, a thousand different ways to do this. Yes. Went through the accounting and the lawyers again, and then came up with a number. We didn't evaluate the business and say what's half. We just came up with a number that we thought was fair. So we kind of Like went a settlement. Yeah. Just like, hey, what about this amount? Okay. Okay. And then, yeah, just kept um, that number- and then, you know, kind of at the end, there was like a bonus. And I think one of, part of our bonus was we were like, let's have a really fun going away present. Like in December, we're just going to like, and so we bought Apple watches for each other. So that was kind of out of the business. I thought you were going to say we went to a Mexico car. for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we wanted to do, but. You said Apple, no, watch. Apple watch. So our big going away <laughs> thing is a watch. I was, ex- yes. that's a stream let down for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish we could say, well, we had just been to Arizona. We had been to Arizona. Um, on our City Mom Collective trip in the summer. And that was really nice. And we did do like massages and we did some extra fun things there. Had a really nice dinner. And, but yeah, we were like, we're going to buy each other Apple watches and kind of have a going away, like just happy. Now, when you paid her out, how did you pay her out? Did you pay her out? Here's a check or did y'all check right, just right off the rip. And then did you purse out of my personal, not out of the business? Yeah, sure. Did you pay her anything, have to pay her anything after that out of the business? Like a, like a commission, like you did with the, um, like in December. Well, I think we just wanted to make it really clean for the accountant and for everything. So we just said, I just, I think we paid her the rest of her commission in December from whatever was left. Oh yeah. And then after that, nothing. and then we said January one, That's great. Yeah. How has it been without her? Because it sounds like she's Mm. pretty integral to your business and to you. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of hiring. I would say this year has been a lot of transition. Um, But I would say it has been one of the best starts of the year we've ever had. Um, Right now, you know, we have some some 
page view goals, sales goals, social media goals, and everything is really on track for, you know, probably the best year ever. And, um, you know, we hired a salesperson at the beginning of the year. They ended up kind of needing to leave. So hired another one. She started in April. We hired a new social media manager because that one, our old one transitioned out. Our project manager went on maternity leave. So I ended up getting another girl to kind of help while she was on maternity leave. I mean, so, and personally just had a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. So anyway, it, um, it has been one of the most successful starts of the year. I'm thrilled with where we are, where we're going. And now that I have people kind of feeling good and in place, now it feels really good. Talk to me about, talk to me about the sales position, not, yeah. not the actual position, but how are you hiring this salesperson and how many hours are they working a week? Um, okay. So they are paid commission only. Commission only. No so salary. So I nothing. kind of tell them 10 hours. Minimum, a week? 10 to, 10 to 15 hours a week. Yes. But that's only a minimum. And I'm like, so if you want to make commission, you need to be putting in a lot of, Hey, gotcha. you're following up. We're doing meetings where, and I'm, I was like, I'm always available for a sales call. I will, I would yeah. love to be on every call anytime you need me. So, so do you say Susie, the salesperson, Hey, you need to sell $5,000, $10,000, $20,000, whatever, yes. a month, a week of she whatever. She has a quota. Yeah, it's she a does have a quota. quota. Mm-hmm. Okay, when she just hits that quota, does she bonus over that quota? Correct. She For has example, a bonus. $10,000 a month, yeah. whatever. She hits 12, 15, does she get bonus off of that? Does Correct. the percentage go up? There's a bonus off of that. That's awesome. Yeah. So you can make pretty decent money from that, huh? Yes. Really? You can. Okay, what does the future look like? So, like, is mm-hmm. it, you're sitting here right now, you're front end, middle of Q2, 2023. Mm. What does the next year look like? The rest of the year? The or? rest of the year. Yeah. Um, well, we would love to hit all of our goals that we've set, our sales goals. Usually I'm looking at sales goals, page views, and social media. Why page views? Page views are one of the most important things to advertisers for us and advertisers because the only content that we really own, we don't own social media. Mark Zuckerberg owns that. He could say tomorrow, I'm canceling you. Sure. I also, my personal thing got hacked. My personal Facebook got hacked. It was awful. They stole money. They could get into my business account. That could happen to our business, um, Instagram and Facebook. So we need to have a website that is amazing that people want to go to that when they Google, it's coming up on that first page and that we're training our followers to go straight when they want to know what's to going on. To the website as opposed to social. That is right. That is right. That's so great. We are training people great to go advice. straight to our website because we own that. And we also own our subscriber list for our email. So, so we go also, back to that. Yeah. So first question is how many subscribers do you have? Email, email subscribers do you have right now? Yeah. It's a little over 9,000 right That's now. That's awesome. Yeah. So if, pitch so if anybody wants to subscribe to subscribe whether it be a mom or a dad <gasps> yeah what do they do um you can go to our website and it'll pop up driving people back to the website yeah, Birmingham mom collective yeah. also um there's a tab that's like connect with us or something yeah. you can that, that way also if you're on instagram if you go to our link it has all the links and one of them is subscribe to our newsletter so how often do you send out your newsletter uh once a week usually on thursday mornings what platform do you use we use flowdesk flowdesk i've heard of it yeah don't know what do you it. use we use active campaign Okay. So we were, um, MailChimp. No. What was Constant contact. No. I've used them all. Um, it's called keep right now, but they changed it infusion soft. Oh, okay. Years I ago. That one. It's extremely complicated. Oh, well that doesn't sound like me. I did not realize <laughs> the guy, I was so young in business and the guy <laughs> sold me so good and they oh. just, 
CRMs get you and they yeah. just like, they control you and they like, yeah, I spent so much money. I don't want to go back. And so we finally, it was just, yeah. it was too hard. So we went to active campaign. Active campaign has been good. None of them good. are easy. Mm. None of them are easy. I think Flowdesk is real easy. But I mean, you get what you pay for. So. You get what you pay for and you get what you invest your time in. Yeah. And I will say though, our numbers are awesome. Like we are averaging like a 40% open rate. Oh, and, wow. That's and, incredible. Yeah. And like, I think national average is like 25%. Yeah. Our open rate's very good. It, it, it kind of flows between like two and 4%. So, and I think like average is like 1.5. So, I mean. That's wonderful. Yeah. We're doing awesome. So driving a lot of, it drives several hundred views to our website each week, you know, per which week. is great. So what do your kids think about your job? When someone says, <laughs> okay, what does your mommy and daddy do? My kids talk about food, obviously. Yeah. What do, what do your kids think about your job? Um, yeah, they know I own Birmingham Mom Collective. Okay. And it's so funny because we were somewhere and Samantha like took my phone and she's videoing me. She's like, okay, now say hi, Birmingham Mom Collective. Cause she knows I'm like, you know, when I'm on video, I'm like, Hey guys, Julie from right. Birmingham Mom Collective. So they know what it is. They like, um, you know, we get a lot of perks as far as like event tickets. Everybody and, wants the mom collective yeah. mom to come to their spot. So y'all <laughs> going to everything for free. Let me tell you. And we, they love Dollywood and Dollywood has been really great with us, a great partner for us. So we've been able to go to Dollywood. We've gone to Alabama Adventure a bunch. They've been a great, great partner Wolf as Lodge. well. We've not been to the Great Wolf Lodge. I know they, they I've heard it's great. Call me Great Wolf it's Lodge. But I have a contact. We yeah. need to reach out, but. Uh, so yeah, so they've gotten to do a lot of really cool things and they know when I'm like, guys, we got to take a lot. Cause you know, a lot of times they want pictures mm. and videos and I'm like, okay, we're going to be smiling. Like we're yeah, going to be thankful for these sure. tickets that they gave us, which is, you know, sometimes, Mom. you know, yeah. Like, Oh, but I'm like, we're going to be, I just say, we're going to be thankful. We've got for two options. We can take these pictures and we can smile. Yeah. Oh, we can go home. That's right. I'm like, do y'all want to come back to Dollywood? Cause yeah, exactly. I mean, this is like what we got to do. So that's great. So anyway, yeah. So as a business owner, this is, I have a hard time with this. And so. Yeah. First question is, do you have a hard time shutting off your brain? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Doesn't every business I, 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 mean, I do. I do. I've gracious. gotten better at it over the years. But the, And I'll tell you about that later. So what do you do to shut off? What's the best way to shut off? Mm. I, I really don't know, honestly. What's your way? I mean, honestly, I've tried different things like take a shower, but then in the shower, I get so many good oh, ideas. No. Okay. Or I work out, but then I can still think about things while I'm working out. Like, I, I don't know... How to be like, don't ever think about it. And then I have people texting, emailing me, sure. you know, do you turn off all your alerts at night or what do you do? Um, so there's a, a handful of things that I do. So the way I get totally, I say unplugged or turned off is number one is I write things down. So I, oh, things always pop into yeah. my mind. Okay. So at the gym in the morning, early in the morning, like I wrote down two things this morning to talk to Emily about because they popped in my mind and I had a meeting at 1230 with Emily. So I wrote that down. I do put stuff in my phone. Like, usually if I'm sitting in church even, I'm like, No, oh. that's fine. And then I put something in my Th phone, that's, you know? That's fine. So, like, I'll tell you a funny story about that. So, the reason I, where I got this from is when I coached in college, I had this one guy named Justin. And Justin used to work for Jackie Sherrill at Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, Justin worked, and they were playing, one night they were playing Alabama. So, he's one of the GAs there. And he saw Coach Sherrill. He had a notepad. Always had a notepad with him. And Coach Sherrill wrote down, he was standing behind him. And he wrote down the middle of the Mississippi State Alabama game. He wrote down dog food. Dog food. And then he wrote down dry cleaners. And he wrote down these oh random goodness. things. And and Justin at one point got up the nerve to walk in and just because he had gotten really close to Coach Cheryl. And he said, Hey, why do you do he said, I can't help but notice, but why did you do this? And he said, I wrote 
or done dog food, you know this. He said, Justin, when something pops into my mind, if I don't get it out of my mind, I will continue to think about that thing. And I need mm. to be focused on what I need to be doing. Yeah. So he says, I put it down. I write it down on this notepad. I do that a lot so that I don't have to think about that thing later on. Yeah. Uh, that's the first thing. I write that's stuff great. down. So yeah. the second Love thing that. is um, staff. So I've hired, I've, oh, I've sometimes overhired oh. in ways yeah. to where I don't have to handle certain things. Yes. Okay. So Sierra handles this portion of what we do. Emily handles this portion of what we do. Matt handles this portion of what we do. Kristen yes. handles this. So if I need to be gone all day long, my business is not going to die. Yeah. Or all week long. I would say I have a really hard time because I was there from the beginning and I feel like I care the most. It is hard for me not to want to be in the nitty gritty of things. And so I have to really work hard to, to pull back and let them handle it. It is hard. I have great people, but I have a lot of people I've trained in the last month or two, you know, and so a lot of people are new. And so I just want to like, make sure, you know, here's what you have to understand. You've got two kids. Yeah. This is your third. I know. Oh, okay. I know. This is your <laughs> third, third kid. Baby. But understand this too. The longer you own it, the more you're going to realize that whoever works for you, let's just, again, Susie's my name. Yeah. So Susie works for you and Susie's your best employee and she loves your business, but she's never going to love it like you do. I know. Just That's like what I'm saying. <laughs> your best friend, your best friend loves your kids. Yeah. But they're still not her kids. Yeah. And so they're never going to treat your business like you do. But you have to raise a team up that can do it well enough that you, that you're accepting of how they're doing it. Yeah. So that's number two, um, and number three, I don't turn off so many no, so much notifications or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I only have one notification on my phone. Okay. And that's text. Okay. That's it. No email. Oh, absolutely. No messaging. Not. No. But what if you get, like, see, we get a lot of messages through social media. Have somebody else answer that. If you're answering. I mean, I do, but if then. If you I'm are like, answering those messages. I'm not. Messages, my social media manager is, but then there are sometimes we're like a sale, something for sales. Shut like, it off. I know. Okay. Shut, like, seriously, <laughs> the only message I have, the notification I have is text. Mm. And that's mainly for kids. wife and friends. Yeah. Well, my kids don't have, my, my daughter's got a kind of a phone, but not really. Mm-hmm. But like, it can wait. Yeah. You will train your, your not client, you will train your clients however you train your clients. Yeah. So whether you train them to like, Hey, Julie is available at everyone's beck and call. That's really cool initially and kind of like thought of it, yeah. but it's not really cool. Yeah, I agree. So like taking those yeah. things off so that, and like, I will not answer stuff at seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, just for the principal fact of mm. if I answer at eight o'clock at night, they're going to think that it's okay to continue to do that. Yeah. And if I answer it five o'clock the next morning, you're first on my list. I tell yeah. my team this. I say, check your email about four or five. Hmm. Always check it at around five o'clock. And then if Julie is emailed at 430 and you are walking out the door, literally walking out the door, and it's an email that requires some thought and some time, yeah. simply send Julie an email back saying, hey, Julie, I just got your email. We're walking out for the day. You will be the first on my list tomorrow. Yeah. If you got that email, you would be satisfied. Absolutely. Yeah. More so than if I didn't respond at all. <clears throat> but if it's a quick email, it's 502, answer the thing. If it's yeah. something that you need, just need a telephone number yeah. or whatever, answer it. But people want to be heard. 
but you also train your people. Yeah, I would say I, um, for clients, I don't have a problem like only answering eight to five. Hey, that's what we're doing. And I try to get, I do try to get back with people in 24 hours. I mean, you know, but I mean, if you send me one at six o'clock, yeah, I'm probably not going to see it till the next day at 8 a.m. Yeah. But my people, that's the thing about moms and moms that work for our company. A lot of them are working around kids' schedules and kids' nap schedules. So then I'm like, you know, I have one that's always going to be working from like eight to 10 o'clock at night, sending me emails. So, and sometimes I don't answer those till the next day. They sure. But if it's something important, like, oh, hey, we have something coming out. And sometimes something does like fall apart or, you know, and then you're like, all hands on deck, you know. I got it. Everybody will answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Last thing for me is what are the top like resources, tools, whether it be digitally, what's your go-to thing? I get, I mean, what's your go-to like resources or apps or things that you use for my business yeah um well we have a lot of different things that we use yep we use flowdesk i highly recommend Uh and they i think they're doing a great job and we've we you know i had used several other yeah emails and um there is no limit to how many subscribers you can have it stays the same price and that's what i like because i really want to grow it you know um we use WordPress for our website. Obviously, okay, so we WordPress. didn't choose that, but I think it's been fabulous, and it's I really they, like everybody it. Everybody says it's really adaptable. I don't. I've got one WordPress site. Yes, yeah. and we have you know different ways we can put together pages, and there's a lot of different options. And yeah, I really enjoyed WordPress. Um, we're using for I know a lot of people use like Slack and things, but we use Google Chat, and it's been great. So if you're looking for, I don't know, even know what Google Chat Google is. Google Chat is part of Gmail, so yeah. it's just like a like a, almost like a group text. That you can just so it's like Slack. Yeah, it's just like Slack, but we it's over on Slack. Google. Ari's got us using yeah. Slack, and I've liked it. I pushed back on it a little bit. Love I like it. It. Yeah. yeah, I like Slack. So yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, Anything else that's like what calendar do you use? I love this question. Which what? Calendar. Calendar. My Google Calendar. Me too. That's kind of the Me main too. one. But I do for home. I have a big paper calendar, and I write this stuff because the kids like to know what's going on and when their dress up day is and when we're going to Alabama adventure and when, you know, the end of school is. So I do have a calendar for them on the wall that I put paper calendar, big stuff that's for Good them for mainly. And then my Google calendar is just filled to the brim with everything. So yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, great. Okay. What else? What do you, what questions do you have for me? Cause I you're, know. you're incredibly interesting. Like you have an oh, interesting model thanks. of what you're doing. Last question. What is the exit plan for this thing? What's the exit plan? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, right now, I'm loving it. It's great. Now, a lot of our sister sites accumulate what's called, I guess, affiliate sites or other sites. So sure. there are several owners that own like four sites. Meaning like Atlanta, Boston, Nashville, Correct. Kentucky. or One Louisville. of the owners owns Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, and Atlanta. Hmm. One of our one of our sister sites owns Wichita, Denver, and maybe one other one. And then another sister site owns Milwaukee. Yeah. So I have thought about possibly expanding to another market in Alabama. Is Huntsville open? It is, but they have a great site there called Rocket City Mom, and they're doing a great job. So it would be not... A- it would just be... I mean, I think, mm. you know, like everybody says, there's always enough pie to go around. Mm. You know, so, yeah. but they're well established. They've been around a long time. So that's great. Yeah. So there is no exit plan. So there's not like a, in five years, I'm going to sell it. Sure. I don't know what, I know I'm here this year Good and, for you. um, right now it has been a blessing to our family. It's been a blessing to me. 
and the mission of, um, you know, really helping Birmingham moms Mm -hmm. is just so great. It's something I'm really passionate about. So yeah. Good. What else? Anything for me? Yeah. Tell me about your business. You have two, three? We do. (laughs) So uh, we do meal fit. And the main thing we do at meal fit is we get to feed Highlands college. Yeah. Um, so it's a portion of what we do. Not a, it's a probably, probably a third of the, of what we do is we feed Highlands college. It's great because I love being here. Church of Highlands started a college about um, 11 or 12 years ago. And, and it's beautiful here. It's beautiful. We're here today. Yeah, I'm it's like, beautiful. this place is gorgeous. So the whole purpose <laughs> of what they're doing is it's not like divinity school, like Beeson. It's, yeah. it's a school where they, from all practical resources, they teach you how to lead people to Jesus. Mm. And whether it's creative or worship or you want to be a pastor or you want to be in kids ministry, whatever, they take that area and they really focus on that and teaching you how to be the best at that. It's wonderful. It's, it's, it's as good as I, it's like a trade school on steroids. You know how you go to trade school, like to be a work on air conditioners. Yeah. It's like that for Jesus. Very cool. It's awesome. I love working here. Uh, MilFit also does. Um, we do have a meal prep portion that we, what we do. Yeah. We do a, we have a, a section of what we do. that's catering. That's like everyday business catering. So like pharmaceutical reps, medical device reps, any administer any business lunch or breakfast. Cool. So like if you have someone that does works at Regions Regions uh, Bank or they work at a law office or they work at a bank or whatever. Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, and then we have a um, another business called Table and Time. Yes. And it is um, here's the way I like to explain it. So what's your husband's name? Nathan. Nathan. So Julie and Nathan go out after a movie one night. You got to go to let's just say Tzatziki's, get a quick bite, go back home, whatever. But then say it's your anniversary. And you're going to go to Bottega or Highlands or Hot and Hot or someplace like that. So you got these two, but the food's great at Tzatziki's. It really is. But the food's also really good at Highlands. Yeah. Meal fit is kind of like the Tzatziki's. It's very good, quick, easy, affordable, great food, but it's just like that thread. Yeah. But then table and time is more hot and hot. Highlands, Bottega, it's a, it's a higher end. It's a better experience. More, um, more bells and whistles, I guess you could say. Okay. It's service. It's not not nicer food, but just a higher end type of food. So you've got the two different, com- hmm. all comes out of one kitchen, okay. all the same chef. All, it's not the same business. It's just two different offerings that we offer under one roof. Got it. And um, some people know that we own both. Some people don't. Some people think we're just the table and time people. Some people think we're just the meal fit people. And so we do that. And so it's, uh, nice. it's great. We so meal fit it. sounds like it's real healthy would you say it's like... Yeah, so the, the original intent behind Meal Fit, so we started out doing meal planning years ago. Sitting, I mean, when I, I got out of college coaching and worked at a church for a little while and started it there. And it was originally dedicated to helping moms. So we did meal awesome. planning. So this is before you could find a free meal plan online in 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so now we could pull your phone up and find a meal plan for just specifically you. Yeah. Back in the day, 2012, you could not do that. So we did recipes, grocery lists. It was great. We had clients, thousands of clients in 27 different countries. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. And we did that for a while and then we morphed into meal prep. The, the purpose of that was, this is before meal prep got popular. Um, the purpose of that was to give, I had moms come and tell me, say, hey, I see all your food. I'm not going to buy your plan because I don't want to cook. But if you made the food, I'd buy it. So I started doing meal prep and I tailored it towards moms. 
Mm. We did it totally different than we do it now. So instead of like doing a meal, I did a half pound or tray of food. So like I did oh, yeah. two or three pounds of chicken and then two or three pounds of rice and put, or potatoes and then vegetables. And you took the tray and you fed your family two nights, three yeah, nights. Yeah, that's great. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and then we morphed into catering. And then it just it's just very rarely do you start out in a business and it stays that way the whole time. And I mean, yeah. we start out doing meal plans and now we're feeding. We've got a meal for a thousand people in August that we're going to feed two different meals in the same day. So, I mean, that's great. You have to be adaptable. I mean, you know, you have to be. Yeah. You can't hold on. Yeah. That's what Dave Gray he used to say. Like if your replacements came in, like they, they pushed you out of the company, your replacements came in What's the first thing they would do. And it helps you like think like I'm what you're emotionally attached to versus what is actually best for the business and what is working. You know? yeah. So yeah. So that's, um, that's us in a nutshell. Nice. So very cool. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. This so has much. been wonderful. I really, yeah. really appreciate it. So I've learned a lot about like, just the things that you guys do and all these different things. So if someone needs to find you, what's the best place? BirminghamMomCollective.com. And then on social media, we are Birmingham Mom Collective. Do not uh, message her after five o'clock <laughs> to help her with her family. Yeah, good job. And if you just... do, if you do choose to do so, do not expect a, uh, a An response until the next That's morning. That's right, until the next day. Per I'm going to work on that. Okay. So, awesome. Hey, thank you so much, Julie. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Thomas. Yes, appreciate it.